Yo, welcome to a new edition of the Speaker Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Steve O. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here with my, my shotgun, my road dog, my yep. homie, my yep. brother from another mother, Tommy T is in the building. Tommy T in the building. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I like that. I was clapping and, and yeah. lots of celebration. Also, man, shout out to our third, uh, our third partner, our third Will, our third uh, co-host to Speak Giga Podcast, man. The artist formerly known as G. Woodbury. Shout Woo-hoo. out to him. He was in the last to week. Woodbury. Told you he was coming back. Yes, sir. But the mad scientist is off doing mad scientist things at the yeah. moment. Um, he's probably grading papers and getting these kids. Well, he don't grade papers all the time. But he's getting good. these kids through school right now. Uh, not his kids per se. He doesn't have any yet. But <laughs> the kids at his school is making sure that those guys and gals are doing an awesome job. So, y'all, he'll be back soon again. He will return. It's like the end of the Marvel videos when they be like, such and such will return. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. Uh, so shout out to him. Also, check out the weekly Speaking of Podcast official playlist that is curated by the artist formerly known as G. Woodbury, the mad scientist. I'm putting all that on his name now. There you and go. Uh, other than that, man, we got a special. We got a great show for y'all today. We are going to be discussing a lot of things that has happened yeah. in the past week. Such a as lot of the, BS happened this week. Yeah. 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 So we'll be discussing a lot of that. You know, of course, we'll be talking about the shooting that uh, happened in Texas, as well as uh, Isaiah Rashad and Joe Budden doing doing the interview. It's going to be very, very interesting. So we'll give you our thoughts on that, as well as uh, a lot of other things that feature like Jake Harlow and, and so on and so such. So get ready for this episode. So for the week, because, you know, we'll also be bringing back our, your favorite segment, not bringing it back, but bringing y'all your favorite segments, such as what's in your speaker's top five. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Top and then five. the news with Tommy T. So yes, without sir. further ado, let's hop in this thing, man. Let's get started. Let's do it. So, man, how you week, man? Man, the week been good, man. Just, uh, you know, still settling in at work, but week's been all good. Got the air fixed, finally. <laughs> yeah, you don't look like you're hot no more. Nah. <laughs> Looking hot the past last, Hey, times. last few episodes, <laughs> we're like, bro, let's, let's go get this thing wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> look, man, it's, man, it's hot up here. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey. You got through it, man. That's all that matters. Home Auto Chronicles, you know. That's it. Stuff happens, but it can be fixed. It can be fixed. Okay. Week's going pretty well for me. Oh, my bad, bro. How's your week going, man? (laughs) It's going well. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) Got a lot going on this week, man. Sun Sun is is, is going on to middle school, so we're excited about that. Going to have something for him and his cousins come. Sunday, actually, I believe. So that's going to be pretty cool, as well as we've been uh, just working, man. Just working. Got a lot of things coming. We're going to have our first. We're going to be having this event come Friday. Uh, Frozen Custard Social here in Murfreesboro at Andy's. And all tickets are sold out. So, Oh, really? Yeah, 125 people. Hey, tickets. congrats, man. Yeah, so they're going to be pulling up for some free ice cream. So... That's gonna be pretty cool, and uh, yeah, man, we just enjoying, we just enjoying upgrading my phone. We finally upgraded our phones. Oh yeah, yeah, we got a pro. We both got Pro Maxes. 
got that oh, today. Okay. Yeah, so well, when folks listen to it, it'd be yesterday, but we got it. So we good, yeah. man. That's we what's good. up, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what's so, up. As always, since we're good, I mean we had some good music during the week. So let's hop on into let's do it. Our top five records of the week, man. Tommy T. Yo. Go, man. You you got it. It's you up first. You up the bat first. Bet. So I'm going to start my top five off with uh, this past weekend. Rick Ross had his uh, car show down here. Um, mm-hmm. My cousin actually went. Shout out to uh, him. Um, yeah. I was going to ask that you go. Nah, the ticket's $250, man. I can find um, something better to spend my money on. You know what's crazy, though? Yeah. Shout out to Ross. I, when I read his book, he was uh, his second book. He was talking about, you know, all the land that he has because he that's his house. Uh, yeah. Holyfield's old house that he bought, of course, and made it Rick Ross's house or mansion or whatever you want to call it. It's a, actually an estate. So, he, yeah. And he was talking about, you know, he was he had finally traveled through all where he was on his tractor and going through all the land that he had and, and was on parts of it that he never even been on part of and saw stuff that he never even saw that was there. Like he had a whole barn that Holyfield yeah. had as a studio. Uh, at one point, he didn't even know it was like there yeah. and he had a baseball field. And in that book, he was talking about, all right, what can I do out here? You know what I'm saying? Cause I have all this mm-hmm. space. Like what can I do with it to bring some type of money in? Boom. There's a car show. So yeah. shout out to Ross, man. He, uh, man, Ross is a hustler, man. Yes, sir. He thinks about things like as far as like trying to figure out if um, how his property can actually earn more money. You know, he rents out his property to like different movies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I was looking at some of the stories on uh, my cousin's uh, uh, what is it, Chetown exclusives, something like that. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah. I forget. He uh CT, Mr. CT himself, Tony. That's yeah. hard, man. Uh, I was looking at his stories and uh man, it, it looked live, man. Yeah. But like like when I talked to him about it, I was like, man, he was asking me, like when he came, when he was talking about coming down, he was he was asking me, uh, you know, if I'm interested in going and stuff like that. And I was like, nah. I look at it as more of a networking event for people, for car enthusiasts. And especially for him, he, you know, has a whole business in uh, paint cars and, and getting cars like that together. Um, so I'm like, man, it was more so a networking event for you. And he was like, yeah, he was. He said he was able to meet a couple of people, and make a few connections, man. So mm-hmm. shout out to them, man, and, and what he was doing there, man. Um, and it looked it looks so live too, bro. So I'm gonna give you some free game real quick. Cause on the surface, it looked like it's just a network. You know, it's a it's a networking opportunity for yeah. cars and all that. But it's more than that because it's more than just networking for people who are car enthusiasts. Cause you got people who own cars that own own most of them cars own multi million dollar businesses. Yeah. It's more than that. So it's networking, period. It's really general network. Cause yeah. you're gonna run into people who have who do more than just the cars. The cars is just for 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 Tony, it's great because he has a shop. So it's yeah. like, hey, come up in, let me show you what I can do. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I bring I bring some cars up there. But then, you know, looking past that, it's like, all right, 
you get money somewhere if you own all these cars. So then there, there must be more to the story, which is they they hey, they probably own multi million dollar businesses that you know. Yeah. So yeah. Nah, nah, I yeah. get that part, you know, but me is just I have to be interested in it in some shape, form, or fashion. And I'm not yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> like, I don't know, like it's it's funny too, bro, because cars don't interest me like that. Mm. Like I just recently started saying, "Oh man, that'd be nice if I had that car," but nah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I bring that up to say I started listening to Rick Ross this weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, out of the five songs, three almost has one is Rick Ross song "Santorini Greece." That's probably one of my favorites. Top, definitely top three. Of Rick Ross songs, but um, it always that's why I, like when I get to Greece, I'm gonna think of this song. You know, this this what put Greece in my head. You know, yeah, um, thinking about trying to go to Greece. Use your hands to put Greece in your head. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying <laughs> to the country Greece, <laughs> not Greece, not hair Greece, the, the the country to visit the country Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it because of Rick Ross, but anyway, um, second song on my on my list was Kendrick Lamar. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Um, that's your fault, mm-hmm. Steve, because I, I like I actually went back and mm-hmm. listened to. Um, good kid, Mad City. That's a different vibe. Like it's it's all in a different arena. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same person, but just a different arena. And and it's like he wasn't because like last week we did our review on uh, Kendrick's latest album, mm-hmm. which I don't know the name of. What's the name of the album? Shoot! Now that you ask me, exactly. It's uh, Mr. Moral, Mr. Morals, and the big steppers. steppers. Yeah, the big step. Um, yeah. So we was we was reviewing that, and the question was, out of his albums, how would you rank them? And uh, Steve, you was like, uh, "What'd you say?" Good Kid, Mad City. Was I think one. you said this one was the second one, and then I put that up there. Yeah, as the second one. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, damn, <laughs> you know, um, but as I listened to it, I was like, I get it. You know, I'm still going to, you know, put this put down over everything else. Um, but I get where you would say this one was a better uh, good kid. Mad City was a was like his best album, you know, essentially. But um, nah, it's just a different vibe, man. I went back, listened to that. I was like, bitch, don't kill my vibe. It's so hard mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> um, what's this next one? Simba. Goat. Goat. Basically, the message in this song, and I put it in the Slack, too. I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to it or not. But I put it, um, I listened to this song. It's basically talking about everybody has our goats in our own right, mm-hmm. you know? You can't necessarily say, oh, he's the GOAT in this or LeBron James or Michael Jordan or Kobe is the GOAT, you know, but everybody yeah. has their own way of being a GOAT in some type of shape, form or fashion, you know, um, yeah. and I thought that was dope, man. He was like really spitting. So it's like, all right, uh, cool. I was going to put that on my top five, but I heard it before you put it in Slack. You Did just you? put it in Slack. Before that was my me. first time hearing it. 
Oh, that when you put in Slack? Yeah. Yeah, I stumbled across it by mistake and was like, ooh. And uh, I just didn't put it in Slack. Yeah. You put it there before me, so I'll let you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. And, and then the crazy you. part was I started seeing all this freestyle started popping up. Yeah. Like, everywhere. Like, you, you know how phones listen to your people, yeah. all that yeah. mess. But then this freestyle started popping up everywhere. And then my cousin, uh, he sent me on Facebook, sent me a uh, clip of another freestyle they had. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, whatever he done done, he did it. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know who he was before that. Yeah. But yeah, he was spitting, man. I yeah. like simple. <laughs> For sure. Um, what else we got? Freddie Gibbs, Scotty Bean, mm-hmm. CJ Rick Ross. That song just taught hard, man. That Freddie Gibbs album was tough. Um, then to to bring up the real man, Drake and Rick Ross, Lemon Pepper, Lemon Pepper Freestyle. I don't know how yeah. I got there, but I got there, and uh, that's where we are, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is Tommy T's top five for this week. <laughs> Word, that's that. So <clears throat> since we got that top five, pretty solid top five from a guy. Appreciate a lot it. of Ross inspired, uh, yep. uh, a lot of Ross inspired tunes, if yes, I should sir. say. Um, now my top five here is actually top six. Sorry, you guys. Uh, I had to add one in, um, and it could have been longer than that, but it didn't because I was like, these are my top songs. So we're going to start off, man, with the first song that I am bumping, like, constantly. Like, I'm, like, in the middle of a song, I'm literally uh, hitting the back button so it starts over again. It's like that sometimes. Because it's just that hard. Like, this it's record like is sometimes. crazy. <laughs> and it's the Quavo and Takeoff, the new record, Bruh, Hotel I'm Lobby. Confused. <laughs> My goodness, man. Come on, man. When it first They're come cheating. on and you just hear that. They're cheating. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> And the way the beat come in, then you got takeoff. Hey, takeoff is still in my favorite Migo. I like Quavo. Offset is Offset is dope, but something about takeoff is just homie just hard, man. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he just bro, hard. He can, he, he can rap, bro. Yeah, homie is hard, and he sets this record off first, and then you got Quavo on the hook. Quavo does his verse hard. Hook is hard. Beat is hard. Perfect, just, just perfectly timed for. The 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 warmer weather. So um yeah, I'm 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 be bumping it for a minute for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's just hard, man. It's ridiculous. And then from there, yo, this future record, let me know if if I'm playing it too much. This is another record that I just keep playing over and over again. And it's for, it's future, it's Drake and Temp. I think Temp. I think that's how you spell his name. Uh say his name. Is it Temp or Temp? It's something like that. My bad. Uh, but it's called Wait For You. Nah, you're not playing it too much. I'm playing it over and over again, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So between the... So Tim's. between... Tim's. Okay, yeah. got it. So between Hotel Lobby and Wait For You, that's the majority of what I'm listening to. That and, and I mean, there's a few more songs that pop up in the, in the middle of that. But those two songs there... I just play them over and over again. Like, they're just really good. And then the video for uh, Wait For You was interesting. Uh, I like that medieval type of movies, and yeah. that's what they did. But, man, Drake doesn't look like he can swing a sword. He might <laughs> doesn't have an evil look in his face. <laughs> I didn't see the out. video. I didn't know they put a video out for that. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Go check it out. Uh, shout, out to, shout out to Drake, though. That might 
That man was talking some talk in this record. You heard it first, guys. Steve I said, "Shout out to Drake." Yeah, man. <laughs> shout out. To, yeah, shout out to the Drizzy. Uh, from there, I mentioned this record last week. Maxo Cream, Jigga Dame. Look, man, I, I'm a I'm a Maxo Cream fan. Maxo Cream Hall. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Y'all go enjoy this record, bro. Go enjoy this record. If y'all ain't heard of Maxo Cream yet, uh, you living up on a rock. Gotta be. You know I'm gonna say, gotta be. From there, Snoop just dropped a, one of the dopest records, perfect for cookout time. And you know what? It's it's so hard that I I, I had a question. I was like, dang man, Snoop done put out some hard records. But you know, now he's acquired Death Row. I wonder if that just gave him a joke because this record is so smooth, so hard. It's called Touch Away. And I saw it, but didn't listen to it. You gotta listen to it. You gotta listen to it. You're it's gonna dope. do it. I'm gonna listen yes. to it now because you said it was dope. Everyone I done let put put on to this record, they was like, dang, that's hard. Like, that's fire. Uh so I I, I you're going to enjoy it. Especially because it is cookout time music. Yeah, it's hard. It, it's what Snoop. It, 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 I'm not gonna say it's what Snoop needs to be putting out because that I can't tell him what he needs to be putting out. But yeah. whatever direction he decided to go with this, stay the course. Uh, from there, and I got shout out my uh, my uh, my brother. I hate to say brother in law. I hate that term, brother in law. Yeah. Even though he's my brother in law, I like just calling my brother because uh, at this point he is. <laughs> but he put me on to West Side Boogie. I don't know how I miss West Side Boogie like at all. Yeah. And he put me on to him. Eminem, he's on Eminem's label, if I'm not mistaken. And this song right here features Eminem. It's called Rainy Days. Listen to this record, bro. That man be spitting. Like, the record's hard. He got a he got a bunch of other ones that are really hard, but this one I enjoyed a lot. I want to put this one out there first because I'm a, I'm gonna be talking about West Side Boogie for a while. So, yeah. so yeah, go check out that West Side Boogie Rainy Days. And then from there, this was my sixth song because I was like, you know, this was a record I was also playing a lot, been playing a lot for a while. And this is my homeboy from the city, uh, T Riser. He got a record called Us. It's hard, man. Yeah, go check out the video. Yeah, us, US. Us. I got you. Us. Us. It's hard. I think y'all gonna enjoy it a lot. So y'all go check out T Rising. Us. Also, if you're riding through the streets of Atlanta, he got a billboard somewhere downtown. I was super proud of him. That's what's up, man. Yeah. And he's gonna be playing on, I think, Florida radio. Like five, seven days a week. Hmm. Something like that. He he put it up on social media. I can't remember. Yeah. But y'all go check out the record. Us also check out the video. The video is a part two of the first part. So go back and look at both. It should lead you to the first one anyway. So y'all enjoy it though, man. But yeah, that wraps up my top five, man. That's what's up, man. I like that top five, man. I appreciate Shout it. Shout out to T Riser, man. Class of 2005, man. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> we gotta get him on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, why not? Do, man. Should have been done, but should have. But we, you know, we ain't yeah. think about it. Um, man, let's hop into this news. But before we do that, make sure you guys check out the Speaker Geekers playlist, official playlist on Spotify and Apple Music. Um, this week, man, 
like I said at the beginning of the episode, a lot of BS has happened. Really, only I can think of just one big thing that like it bothers me to my core. Mm-hmm. Um, if you listened last week, we talked about the Buffalo shooting, mass shooting. But this week, there's another one. And it's at an yeah. elementary school this time. And that really bothers me, man. Um, currently, it was night is has been 19 kids killed. It's 19 now? Yeah. Right. Last time I looked, it was 14. Yeah, and that's a teacher. Like when I first, and a teacher, right? It's 19 yeah. and two teachers now. 19 children and two teachers been killed at Rob Elementary in, um, I don't know how you say it, but it's in Texas. Uvedi, mm. you, you, Vlad, or, uh, or something like that. Um, Something has to give, man. Yeah. Like, this stuff, like, these are babies. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they don't harm anybody. They really just get on each other's nerves. And honestly, <laughs> yeah. man, they just, you know, they just living to play another day, man. Mm-hmm. School was about to be out in two days. I think school is let out on Thursday. And uh, this happened on May 24th. So let me see. So the guy that was responsible was Salvador Ramos. He was 18 years old and a student at the high school. Um, He pretty much bought, I guess he bought two black rifles. Or something. Basically, what was it was two AR-15 style rifles um, that he bought legally, and he shot the school up. The suspect brought 375 rounds of 5.56 ammunition, according to the briefing, um, and he was saying he was wearing a plate carrier with no ballistic armor. So. Like, I just don't, I don't get it, man. Me neither. Uh, they also said that he shot his grandmother before he Yeah, went and to she's school, surviving, I think. Which is crazy, because it's, sheesh. I mean, both, you know, both shootings are just stupid, senseless. It don't make sense. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I probably never get it, but something got to give as far as people being able to walk into a school and do something like that. I, and and it's, it's really interesting to me. It's like, man, how did he get in or whatever? Because, I mean, I don't know protocol in every city. I'm sure it's different. But I, I know here we can't even get in the school without, you know, getting buzzed in for one. And before we even step into school there, you know, they, they're coming out to CRD and stuff like that. Um, so I was like, man, what, how did he, does it, does it say anything about like how he got in? That's what whatever? I was trying to find, but I haven't seen anything. Yeah. I I, I think something has to be truly done to the point where it has it gotten like, to the point for me where it's like, man, like, what can you do? Like, what do you do outside of like, they've been talking about background checks in um, 
when it comes to buying guns, but you go through a background check, you know, when you go to the store, but when you go to those gun shows, there's no background checks. Yeah, because you can just buy one freely. You, just, right. you can even buy one in the parking lot. Um, right. So it, it, it's, there's holes in buying guns. And <clears throat> for me, shoot, I, I don't even, I don't think no 18-year-old need to have no gun. Even no. though, no, I don't think no think so. But, I mean, at the same time, you know, there are responsible 18-year-olds. So it's it's kind of hard to be like, Hey, you know, 18-year-olds don't need to have no gun when it's folks that are 20, 25 that don't need to have one either. You know? And then there are responsible individuals. So, but as far as this, it's like, the only thing I can think of to do is you need to have security in the, in the parking lot or kind of have it where you got to get checked in before you even get in the parking lot. I don't know, but something has to be done. But it's it's even further. It's, it's even past just only schools, man, because, you know, like we talked oh, yeah. about last week, it's like, yeah. man, you people went to the grocery store and, you know, mass shooting at the grocery store, bro. It's, it's like, it's really crazy out here, man. Yeah. And it's, and we, as a people, as Americans, like, I get it, man. Your Second Amendment is important, just as important as your First Amendment, you know, mm-hmm. and the third one and all of them that, you know, we have. But one person can ruin it for everybody. Yeah. Where, <sighs> where like, I was listening to um, CNN on my way to work this morning, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how normal this has become like mass shootings has be, has become yep. and especially school shootings has become a don't want to say a normal thing but a regular thing you know <laughs> even my wife yeah. brought it up she was like the only time we didn't have a school shooting was when school was out like during covid yeah you know and it didn't stop mass shootings but it stopped the school shootings and uh what they were saying on CNN was like there has been more school shootings within the last I think 20 something years I think Columbine is what popped everything off and then before that time it was a rare thing to hear about yeah I'm sure it was because Columbine was the first one that I remember yeah I'm sure that was a I, I think I was, was in the sixth before, grade. Yeah. But that, yeah, that was the first one that I heard about. Yeah. But I wonder if there was one before that. So yeah, it was. Do, I mean, like, it was I, one before Columbine. Yeah. yeah. Well, Columbine wasn't the first school shooting, yeah, but yeah. it was It was definitely, for me, it was the first one that I had heard about. Mm-hmm. And, like, like I, I remember it. Like, the, the, I don't, I don't want to say this one because it may not even come out right. Like the like the elementary like some things like it, it there should be no school shooting period right right it shouldn't happen but some some of them is like I get why that happened like you like I, I the elementary saying, like, school one I don't period. yeah like yeah. The, like like why did why go there you know I, and I know he's he's actually dead now yeah. But sometimes I do wish that, all right, 
if you could take them alive to figure out like, what was your point? Like, why? Yeah, that's a that's the big thing. Is it was I was explaining to somebody earlier. It was like half of me was like, okay, good, he's dead. Mm-hmm. But the other half of me is like, nah, man, he should have been taken in just to find out like why. Yeah, you can live your life and out, then, of, and then maybe jail. <laughs> yeah, death sentence for sure. Yeah, but I don't. You know, we need to find a way. Like, why, why this is happening? What you know to figure out what how it can be stopped because it, it doesn't make sense. Because all right, we're not going to be able to take everybody' guns away. Yeah, That's just I, at this point, I don't think it's going to happen. There's too many out there, right? right. Whether they're bought legally or illegally. But we got to figure out what's going through these folks' heads who do this so that we can somehow prevent it, put a stop to it, whatever. Because we can, man, you can put, you know, we got, they got resource officers in the school, but if if, if they're on one side of the campus and this is on the other and you don't even see it coming, mm-hmm. they're almost useless, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. It's gotta be like I don't know, dog. I don't know what it is. It gotta be it gotta be something, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we recognize that the problem is is that this keeps happening. Yeah. And it's happening to more frequent. Mm-hmm. You know, so the problem is is that it's happening that um people feel bold enough to go to public places and, and schools and shoot up the schools with these high-powered um, assault rifles, you know? Yeah, and, and to use something like that to do it. Because what was the one that happened earlier this year where he I killed, like... To find it. He killed, like, four people, and the, the oh, yeah, parents yeah. got in trouble for it. Oh, yeah, I remember. And that's that this year or last year. That was either this year or last year. Uh, shoot, I know what you're talking about too. And he was, uh, you know, the, the dad parents. had bought him a pistol or something. But anyway, it's it's like I don't know how you fix that, but it needs to be fixed. Some type of legislation needs to be made. Um, to regulate this whole thing. Like, things that they want people to have, like houses, it's so hard to get a house. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to jump through a bunch of loops to buy a house. Yeah. But you jump through them because the benefit of having a house is so great, right? Mm-hmm. Why is it so easy to buy a gun? I don't know. When like, the I, benefit I, of having a gun is to protect you like what is the benefit of having to go even the plant the playing field i don't really know at this point anymore <laughs> you know you what know, i'm saying it's supposed like to the- be to protect yourself but i don't even know anymore like some people go hunting with them whatever but yeah. at this point i i don't know anymore it's like you know it's basically for protection and then you know, I, I, other folks, I don't, I don't get it. I don't yeah. like 
Yeah, I don't get it. I don't think that should just the whole thing about public shootings. Like you got the guy who showed up at the subway not too long ago shooting mm-hmm. people. Then I, I know what you're talking about. That was the I can't think of the school. I know it was in Michigan, right? I believe so. <laughs> and then also, you know, we go back to the one kid who shot the folks at the rally at the uh, march a while back hmm. as well. but yeah. And then there's others that aren't even talked about that happen. So, I don't really know, man. I don't get it. It's, it's, I, I don't get why I go... Even even though I said uh, earlier I want to make sure I'm clear, I, I don't think any shootings at a school or public place should take place. Uh, it, it, it just... There are some that you, you don't get it all. Like, mm-hmm. why did you go to elementary school? Yeah. Like, like you're 18 year old. Why go, like, you're, you're a high I'm, school or, or, or graduate. Like, like I, I don't, like, you have no interact. You should have no interaction with those kids right. over there. Right. Like, it's crazy because I, I heard somebody was like, they don't understand why these things don't happen on college campuses. Because there's more freedom on college. Because I remember when I was in college, the thing at Virginia Tech, like they had a shooter on Virginia Tech's campus. And so, like, all of us was like in college and, and we were on tents because we knew how easy that could happen to our campus. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, that's what somebody had brought up. They was like, it doesn't make sense that you know, somebody goes to an elementary school where you know there's no beef there. Yeah. You like, know, um, but I'm just I'm just extremely bothered. I couldn't even sleep that well last night. Um, extremely bothered about that because I think about my my kid, um, I think about my friends' children, all these things and my cousins and stuff like that. And I'd be like, Man, these are babies. Yeah, I'm I'm think, literally thinking about the parents who sent their kid off to school to have a great day. Yeah. And they don't get to see their child at the end of the day. Right. Saying that um, the way they are identifying some of these kids is by DNA. You know what I'm saying? Because this, this assault rifle was just tearing these children apart. Hitting them. You know, so it, it's it's like, man, it's extremely sad. And for Congress, I'm not even going to put it on the red or the blue for Congress, you know, to still be arguing about what to do and, and what not to do and how to it's, improve and how not to improve. Yeah. Just fix it. Like, it shouldn't be an argument. <laughs> like at all, right. like when COVID came through, we need through, to do something. Look, COVID came through, and y'all proved that y'all could do something in a short amount of span of time to get things done. Y'all done proved this mess to us. So why why is this such a hard thing to do? Yeah, yeah. I don't get it. Like, what is so what is so hard to do? Yeah. I mean, I, I it's gonna be it's a difficult decision, but what's what, what like. You got to do something. You yeah. can't. You can't sit there and not do anything. 
something yeah. has to happen or these people that we have in office need to be uh voted out. I would like that. You um, know what I'm saying? We need to get people I think that's we need gonna, more younger folks in office. They definitely anyway. need younger people um in in Congress. Yeah. But um we need to get more people in Congress that's actually gonna do good for the country and not for mm-hmm. themselves. Um before we leave off this topic, I do want to say um, our condolences are sent out to those families um, who were victims in this in this uh, school shooting, as well as, again, a condolences to the victims in uh, Buffalo. Because I don't want that to be forgotten either, because. It in its own right, it's still on the same level. I yeah. just, you know. You go to Davis, a place you ain't got no issue with. Right. At a grocery store where folks are just going to grab groceries. And the crazy and, part about this, too, this community I was reading is um, 50% non English speaking. Mm. So, mm. but our condolences go out to those families, man. Absolutely. Um, man. It's ab- absolutely devastating to hear about and uh you know so sad so sad and i hate to hear about things like that um on to some brighter news um colin kaepernick is getting a shot yes sir with the raiders the raiders are gonna give colin kaepernick a workout um let me see let me i'm pulling it up now to see when but um, I'm glad on. to hear his name, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, he hasn't oh. played professional football since 2016, as you guys know. He mm-hmm. protested, and which basically got him blackballed from the NFL um, by kneeling during the national anthem. Um, which how I don't understand how people try to tell people how to protest, but then it's their right to protest. Yeah, because you don't like it doesn't mean they can't do it. You know, yeah, absolutely. And even a lot of the, uh, it's funny because they're you know everybody's saying it's so disrespectful to the veterans, but the veterans was even saying, "No, that's fine." That's they fine were saying, me. "Yeah, like they were, they were cool with that." <laughs> yeah, like that's fine with me. Like, like all he did was kneel, you know. And, well, he sat down first, and then someone said, and somebody hey. said something about him sitting down, right? A veteran. Yeah, yeah. And then he changed it. Just, he actually, I think the veteran told him like what would probably be more appropriate, and taking a knee was more was I think was 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 it. So it was like I think people, a lot of people just had an excuse. They just wanted an excuse to say something. Um, they they needed a martyr, and, and that was it. Yeah. So he was the martyr for that protest. Yeah, um, and I think he's actually working out today. Yeah, it's today. Uh, for those who don't know, today for us would be Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be yesterday when y'all are here. But man, shout out to uh, Cap. I hope that this does turn into something. Yeah. Uh, because back in April, the Raiders owner, Mark Davis, uh, per USA Today, actually said that he would welcome Colin Kaepernick. Um, so, hey, see what happens, man. Shout out to Cap. Do you think... Uh... That'd be when, so appropriate too. Sorry to interrupt. 
Like, nah, you cool, man. You cool. Like we the black had a discussion about it, bro. <laughs> yeah, like like the black, right? You know, the black, the the Raiders colors, the black jersey, all of that. With what you know, what I'm saying with Colin Kaepernick and all of that, that's pretty fitting. Yeah, that'd be hard. Yeah, yeah. No, I think uh, when he played, like he wasn't no slouch when he played. Mm-mm. No, it really wasn't. Like I, I think people forget, like he led. The the 49ers to the Super Bowl one year. Mm-hmm. They lost, but he was the quarterback. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the next year went to the like he like so I don't forgot who the quarterback was. That quarterback got hurt. He played mm-hmm. in the uh the champion the uh NFC championship. One that went to the Super Bowl, lost that. The next year made it to the NFC championship, and I think they lost. Mm-hmm. But had a winning record, like yeah. was the man that next year. So, I mean, he wasn't no slouch, and then I don't know what happened after that. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, we'll man, shout out to him, man. Congratulations on that as well, because man, um, I think even if he gets signed as like a backup, I think yeah. it's, still a, it's it's a win because he's just back in the league, and then work now, work from there, man. Put the work yeah. in. We'll see what happens, man. Yeah. I want to hear your thoughts on this, man. So Shoot. I just found out maybe two days ago, Versus is coming out. Yeah. Tomorrow, Thursday. Mm. A-Ball, MJG versus UGK. Yeah. Why hasn't there been more um, promotion behind that? Because let me... Uh, a few weeks ago, I know we we had Onyx versus somebody. <laughs> I don't know, like, because it was too, I never I never was a huge fan of Onyx, so I knew mm-hmm. I wasn't wanting to listen to that versus. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I know they were like they fit Cypress Hill. That's who it was. Oh damn! Huh. Yeah. And so the, the one of the guys from Cypress Hill was like, I'm not. He appreciates being able to do a versus mm-hmm. and everything like that, because, of course, man, versus is the thing that people want to do, you know. Yeah. Um, but he was like he felt slighted a bit because of how I think it was a fight that they basically was the sidecar for. And how they tried to make people pay for it and everything like that, because um, because there was a, a a boxing match before or something or after it, one of the two. It was mm. a boxing match around it, and mm-hmm. they basically felt slighted, like how everybody else came to see um, the locks versus Dipset, like. People came to like it was live for everybody to see, but you forcing people to pay for Onyx versus Cypress Hill, where the understanding for on my side is I'm not even a fan of neither one of these groups, even though they're legendary groups. Mm-hmm. You know, so um for Versus to have such a big legendary look like versus is is huge in music now. 
But for for them to have two legendary groups like Eight Ball MJG and UGK, who in mm-hmm. their own right are uh, pioneers for their cities, like we don't hear about this versus, or there's not a big promotion behind these guys. Mm-hmm. Like like for me that doesn't make sense. If your if your goal is to put on a show for the fans, and it's yeah. like, why why not? Just want to hear your thoughts on that, man. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> By the way, it's May twenty sixth. Yeah, at eight uh, p.m. Eastern. So, our first thing, the whole thing with Cypress Hill feeling slighted because of the boxing match. But uh, they've been having these boxing matches like either, you know what I'm saying, before the versus battle go on. For whatever reason, I don't really know why they're doing them. It's very interesting to me that they're even doing them. But, you know, for, for a lot of the later ones, they started having these boxing matches that were like right before it. Mm-hmm. And so... That's really nothing new. Uh, it's not new now. I know as far as, you know what I'm saying, we go back to the earlier versus battle, there were no boxing. There, there were no, like, double events to be put in. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know if, like, that to me like, makes me think that versus have went, has went down, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as far as viewership. And that's, they're just putting some, either they're putting some extra on to get you in. That's why I think it is. Because I'll be honest, I haven't watched the verses. The last one I think I watched was the Bone and Three Six. Yeah, I haven't watched one since. Actually, I, I was telling, and, and when this one came up, I saw it, and I, you know, don't <laughs> don't laugh at me or anything. But I was like, I was like, my first thought was like, dang, verses still going on. <laughs> that that was my thought. Like I was like. I had no clue. Like I had completely like stopped following it completely. Mm-hmm. So I do agree. I don't know why the promotion has went like kind of downhill because, you know, the only thing I can think of is that they were the promotion they were riding off of was the, you know what I'm saying? The, the promotion of the people. Cause when we saw it, when it was put out and we saw it, then we start talking about it. Yeah. I think the ones that have been putting out, I don't think they have like caught fire like that. Cause like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't think a, a lot of people I know, and there's no disrespect. Cause I like Onyx and I like Cypress Hill. Yeah. But I don't think a lot of people want to see Onyx versus Cypress Hill unless you're like their fans. Yeah. And so I think with that, you may feel like, all right, I, think I might need to add something to it to get people in. Uh, so that's the only thing that because I've missed a lot of those and I haven't I have they just haven't been on my brain like at all period but as far as the promotional part of things I I think they were riding the wave and now I think it's time to alright they're trying to figure out alright how can we start promoting these things better because they probably can tell that the buzz has shrunk as far as versus. And 
they're trying to figure out a way, you know, just to get more eyes on, yeah. you know, like, hey, we got this great boxing card <laughs> as well, because there was a boxing match before, before the locks versus the, uh, before locks versus um, uh, Dipset. Yeah. Yeah, so but nobody it, watched the boxing match, though. No, no, we, we never watched <laughs> At least them. I didn't. Like, I'll catch them at the end of it and be like, oh, yeah, there there is one, and so I wonder if the 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 if stuff is beginning to switch where like folks are like, well, this seems like a fire boxing match. I'm gonna watch this, <laughs> and then be like, oh, there's a versus going on after it or before. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I think know. I think versus is just trying to figure out another way to get eyes because I do feel like it has lost its its thing mm-hmm. because I like I said I haven't thought I, we haven't talked about a versus we haven't thought about a versus yeah in a long time in a very long time right <laughs> and there's no disrespect for the, to them and it wasn't nothing that happened during the you know three six and, and, and bone thugs and harmony because I, I just looked up that they had that Valentine's Day one and I forgot about that one yeah with Anthony Hamilton and Music Soul Child and yeah. I would have watched it but it was uh, on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Or sometime before. So it was like, eh, I don't really want to see that. So Right, right. It just kinda of, I think I think the matchups ha- just haven't been as spectacular. Mm-hmm. Nothing to just pull people in. But I think this eight ball and MJG matchup with uh UGK is perfect. Yep, I think so too. Cause now people because <laughs> people are talking about this one. Right. Uh so it's kind of like, oh. All right, you know, and I'm, but you know, music soul child versus Anthony Hamilton on Valentine's Day, yeah, that's like, cool. But that like, that nah. match up, I'm like, oh, clamoring to see that has uh, to that has to fight against Valentine's Day, yeah, like them calling this versus Memorial Day's versus on a Thursday evening. That's a versus that we can watch, and especially because. It's a versus we want to see. It's a matchup we want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I mean, this this just a slump that they're gonna go through because yeah. matchup like they're still. <laughs> Ti still has not had one. Even, <laughs> <laughs> I am. Even Tip has like stopped talking about yeah. it himself. Yeah. So you know, it's like all right. Well, you know, we would love to see Tip versus someone. Yeah. But he still, you know, he, he still hasn't had one. He don't have anybody to really go against. Yeah, Buster it wants to do one, but there's no one that'll do it with him. Yeah. So it's like you're going to go through a slump to where we know Jay-Z's not going to do it. Nope. Yay? No. Yay probably would, but who's who's in their right man going to go up against Yay unless it's Drake? Yeah. That would be uh, a cool versus. Yeah, it would be, but... Those two megastars aren't doing it. <laughs> they, they have to pay them for it. Yeah. Remember Mary J said, I have no reason to do it. Yeah. So it's like Eminem, we know he's most likely not going to do, do it. But who would, who, who would he go up against? Yeah, exactly. So you know? that's why I say he most likely won't do one because it's like, who does he go up against? And then, you know, we, we start to bring him down. It's just kind of difficulties of having people... Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then you have like an Onyx versus Cypress Hill, which to me sounds like, oh, that's Onyx that versus Cypress Hill is actually a great matchup. Yeah, it is. They just, just 
their Does fan base is not. It? Yeah, nobody wants yeah. to see that. Yeah, you know. Um, but I think no disrespect them. Yeah, none. No, no. Yeah. This, I think they're both legendary groups. I might go um, back and watch it. <laughs> I didn't even know it took place. I'm definitely not gonna go back and watch it. <laughs> but I think I think those groups are 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 great in their own mind and has some songs, but it's just me personally, I'm not a fan, you know? Yeah, same. Um, well, I'm a fan, but unlike my fandom for UGK and A Ball and MJG. Mm-hmm. Um But that's not saying like the other half of the the United States is like yeah, I don't like see I that. can't, I can't like, speak for. They could be like, I don't want to see that. You know, I'm but just us not in the a... South, like we want to see that. Right, right. I want right. to hear about hoes in the club. Yeah, right. <laughs> and pimping. It, right. It just, it, we don't, you know. RP to Pimp C, of course, because yeah. he won't be able to take. But they're like, bro. They're like, when you think about these cities, these are the artists that came out of the city. Mm-hmm. That put the cities on the map, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that that they did it by themselves, because you know UGK, you know, uh, put uh, Texas on the map with uh, Port Arthur, Texas. Port Arthur, Texas. What's it? What's that? The uh, Houston area, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, so yeah. it's it's like they put Texas on the map. Um, Along with Scarface, along with the Ghetto Boys, um, mm-hmm. all those Texas groups at that time, you know what I'm saying? Um, same thing with Eight Ball MJG. Like ninety, I think their first, they're coming out hard. Came out in ninety one or ninety two, I think. Coming out hard. The rap scene for <laughs> Memphis, like Memphis has. Yep. I said this a long time ago to my wife. Was like Memphis was the place for music like if you was gonna make it you had to come out of memphis somehow like you had to go through memphis if you were going to make it like for a very long time and then you know then you have rap when rap started to take over here it is a ball mjg you got three six mafia coming out at that time it was some more rappers coming out of memphis at that time and even now Mm -hmm. you know a lot of you look at Gucci Mane and his roster. A lot of rappers are coming out of Memphis. Look at Moneybag Yo, Memphis. You yep. got um, Yo Gotti, Memphis. Um, that whole CMG, uh, uh, what you call it? I mean, Dolph. Yeah, Dolph, Memphis. Uh, shoot, I almost said Kodak, but he's on that new Moneybag Yo, which is hard. It's tough. Uh, yep. I meant to say uh key Glock. Yep. And you know, everybody that's showing showing out within that. And uh, then area. in that area from the yeah. Mississippi. Like mm-hmm. right there. So it's it's like, man, it, it used to be the the hub for music. And this isn't honestly, man, I think it's coming back. You know, as a hub for music. So it's uh it's huge. These are huge for hip hop. Huge mm-hmm. for the South. You know, whenever we get this outcast versus anybody <laughs> or Dungeon Family versus anybody. That's all rumor. They were, who were they were supposed to go up against? I have no clue. Yeah, I can't remember. I want to say it was UGK. Or well, outcast versus UGK? Or something like yeah, Yeah, I think it was them. I think that was the rumor, but I don't know. Hey, yeah, it don't matter now. Yeah. 
But I, I mean, like, bro, but you know, it's it's those type of things you want to see because it's more so the history and the music and the stories that they tell. You remember I was telling you we was talking about that. We was talking about I like it when they're more intimate and you get the stories. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the way I feel like will happen with eight ball MJG will happen with UGK. Like the Snoop and DMX giant was so dope to me because yeah. you never would put them two together to do a versus against each other. But mm-hmm. then they had stories to tell. Yeah. And well, they I played mean, their music, you know, was the honest and cypher here? Like, in a, I have no, it was a concert style. I, okay, that's all so I know. Small intimate. There. Yeah. I think some, they have to pick and choose. Like some probably been better. Small you, intimate. Look at but, uh, I mean Onyx and Cypher Hill, man. Their music so right. Their music that is like not it's probably not shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it, it wouldn't be intimate. But I know yeah. that Onyx and Cypher Hill got some dope stories. Yeah, because there were some gangsters back then. So um, shout out to them, man. Yeah, shout check out to it them, out. man. Um, but yeah, man. I, I like me personally when I noticed the verses and start really getting into it. I knew that there's that's a way for music. You know, that's an outlet for music somehow. So um, it's just, you know, you kind of don't want you want to see the evolu- evolution of something that you like, mm-hmm. but you don't want it to lose its taste, for lack yeah. of better words. You, you don't want it to lose its oomph or the thing that made you like it about it. And I feel like not telling people about this, you know, or having Onyx on there or going for so long without having one. I understand you go through seasons, but like have people excited to see it, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. So anyway, um, moving right along, man. Want to talk about this article. I think that's the last. I think this is the last one I got. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's one more after this. Um, well, actually, um, I want to talk about this Jack Harlow NPR article mm-hmm. where they were saying, I didn't read it all the way through, but I kind of like got the, got a message out of it that I needed to. Like, they basically said Jack Harlow was mediocre. He's he's striving to be a great, want to be a great, has the has the backing to be become a great lyricist, but his everything about his music or this album was middle of the road. Mm. You know, um, personally about his new album, which the title of that album is come home. The kids misses miss you. Um, I thought it was a solid album. Yeah. I didn't I didn't really I don't look at Jack Harlow as a mad scientist when it comes to lyrics. I don't look at him as being very lyrical, but I do look at him as being able to rap. Mm-hmm. You know, um that's simply put, man. I don't think he's gonna be the next Eminem or anybody and I mean He's a white kid who raps. But I do think he can rap. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, like he like he rides the beat like he's supposed to. I think he's a form of Drake. You know, that's why like he got a, a song with Drake on there. And I'm like, dang, he really, you know, was riding this thing with Drake. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about like his main things is talking about girls and his upbringing. And, you know, that's pretty much what you need to talk about. I don't think he I was watching one of his interviews. He was talking about he don't drink, he doesn't smoke and stuff like that. So, you know, what else you going to talk about? You know what I'm saying? So um, what was your thoughts on his album, man? Yeah, you know, I I thought it was fairly good. Uh, I mean, I didn't I didn't care for the first one, so for me to be able to listen, actually go and listen to the second one, I thought it was better than just you know, like they say, mediocre. Yeah, I would definitely give it more than that, but I don't. Like it's always interesting to people that write these type of articles, because in a sense, I think, all right, cool. I'm actually glad you did because this will hopefully push uh, Jack Harlow to move even harder. But on, on another note, I feel like man, he shouldn't even pay attention because when these kids love the album, I like you know what I'm saying you do have people that like the album. This critic, you know, you have some people that are just so c- critical of things they don't know when the good things in front of them. So I enjoyed the album. I think the beat selection was dope. Is he like a master lyricist? No, but and I don't can think he, do he has what, to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Can he do what needs to be done? Absolutely. Yeah. So I think whoever this particular person is, I think it just kind of uh, reaching, if not just trying to push him to 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 go harder. I mean, it's his second album. Like it's his second album. Let's let's wait till we get to the third to say things like this. I don't even think you know, I don't even think that you have is to Is this a second album? Yeah, this is his second yeah. official album. You know, he started rapping when he was in middle school. I didn't know that about it. But yeah. you just gotta think about where rap is, right? Mm-hmm. And you also gotta gotta state facts. He's a white guy from Kentucky who grew up middle class, who's basically taking the scene right now with his music. First Class was the first hip-hop song on the on to reach number one on the billboards for this year. It's mm-hmm. May. You That's know what I'm first. saying? Yeah. Hmm. So, first single, basically. So, for that to be said, 24 years old, he's still, you know, young yeah. in mind and stuff like that. So he's still getting his feet wet and stuff. Yeah, he's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. He's making the connections he needs to make, networking with the right people because the features on this album, man, you know, yeah. are, are wonderful. Mean, Drake didn't kill him on his own record, so I, right. I don't really know what what else to, <laughs> you to say. You held on against Drake, man. <laughs> yeah. On the Drake, on the song uh, that you would hear Drake on. Yeah, that sounds like for him. Now, you know, I can see the point of, you know, you know, maybe his flow kind of mirrored or didn't, whatever. You know, like, 
I, I can see that point or whatever. But just thinking about just, it now, man, I think I think I don't think it was mediocre. I'm just gonna be honest. I think it was pretty good. Bruh, so Pharrell. Yeah. Drake, Justin Timberlake, Lil Wayne. And you know what? Maybe that's what their point is. Maybe their point is that, you know, had to have all of them on there to 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 do these type of numbers or or whatever. But nah, man, I think it's it's too early to be saying that about him. It's just his second album. Give us time to even live with the album. Yeah, and let, let actually let's wait till the third one drops. Nah, I think I, get to talk I think about he's him. doing his thing, man. Yeah, me too. I don't <laughs> like he's he's gotten better. Like me personally, I think I liked his first one better than I liked the second one, just because of the vibe difference. You know, but living with the album, his second album, I can't say that it's a bad album. Mm-hmm. We got like I'm gonna go ahead and say it, man. We got a classic verse from Wayne, one of his better verses of late. You know, on the Wayne Wayne album, the song he done with Pharrell was great. He did this song with uh, I can't remember the song with Justin Timberlake, but he did the song with Drake, and like they killed it. Like he's getting better. You know, and um, yeah, man, can't complain about that. Yeah, I think people just, I don't know, yeah. just reaching. <laughs> people um, just be talking. I don't man. even know what the first album was called, but I like the second one. So yeah. I don't think it's mediocre. For sure, for yeah. sure. Um, last thing I want to bring up, bro, and uh, we probably get on out of here after this. Um, May 26th, man, Joe Budden mm-hmm. is having an interview with Isaiah Rashad. If you yeah. guys remember, I think last year somebody had posted a video of Isaiah Rashad giving head that to That was this year. That was this year? Yeah, the sex tape thing yeah. that they dropped. That was this year, right? I don't know. But basically Isaiah Rashad was giving head to uh right. man. You gotta be vivid like that. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it. <laughs> just call it just just Alleged tape, you know, everybody alleged, knows what it is by now. Alleged tape, I'm sorry. Yeah, I gotta go that in. My but bad, no. but I mean, like, that's what, <laughs> it, that was, that's what was going on. Yeah, it was, really. And, uh, it was in a sausage party. <laughs> and, um, you know, for, for hip-hop, that's a no-no, right? Yeah, it's supposed to be. Yeah, supposedly it's a no-no, but... It's, it's definitely different. Yeah. Now than what it was. Right, right, right. Um, so he's doing his first interview about it. Like I know at Coachella he kinda like mentioned talked he didn't talk specifically about it, but he acknowledged that, hey, I hear you guys. And we know Isaiah Rashad, um, he went through a uh a period where he was just having a hard time, you know, mm-hmm. mentally. So, mm-hmm. Joe Budden is doing this interview with him. Um, it just poured, started pouring down raining. So, I looked over like that. <laughs> he did this interview. Uh, he, well, the interview is going to be released yeah. on the 26th. So, when you're hearing this, the interview is out. So, listen to this, and then go check that interview out. Um, it's, uh, we might talk about that, too. Yeah. We could yeah. talk about it next week. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, what are some of the things you want to hear answered? You know what? I'm a, I'm actually gonna go completely against uh, 
I'm the opposite with that question. I don't. I honestly don't think he needs to say anything. I think what he did at Coachella was enough. You know what I'm saying? We obviously, like, know he's coming on to talk about like outside I of I, outside I just, of Isaiah Rashad doing uh, what you call it. Um, the, what did you just making the sex tape or having a sex tape? Um, he wouldn't be talking like we wouldn't be talking about it right now. No, not right now. Unless he put out some fire music, like, that's kind of yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Like I, I kind of was like, man, just do the music, but. At the same time, if he wants to come out and speak his truth, the man, go for it. You know, I don't have anything I'm expecting to hear. Uh, I'm just because for one, (laughs) this is just me being me. I I don't want to. I wish he wouldn't would have done an interview with someone else besides Joe Button, because I don't know how this is going to (laughs) go. Joe is Joe is Joe can be weird, man. But if Joe's giving him a platform and a space to speak his truth and to feel comfortable about it, mm-hmm. go for it. Um, me personally, I would have thought he was went to Charlemagne or something, but that's neither here nor there. But, but I'm hoping proud. that whatever he says in his interview, it's just, I hope it's just all the right things. Because right now, you know, the tape release and it done blew him sky high. You know? Yeah. And what the the response at Coachella with the video montage, and then you know him letting the people know that he hears him, that stuff kept him, you know, what I'm saying kept him alive. Mm-hmm. All the positivity, and you know, all of that. Like at this at at this point, I'm like, bro, I, I don't think you have to say speak on it. Like, yeah. I so. personally didn't care. I thought. I'ma support him. He's from Chattanooga. So yeah. that's one. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna support the home team. But his music is dope. Like all yeah. all things aside, I like his music. You know? So do you think if his music wasn't dope? I would, <laughs> would they be care. like trying to crucify him right now? Or if, nah. it, or if it I don't was think like nobody would care. What if it was Nick Cannon? I don't like if it was Nick Cannon, people would talk about it because of Nick Cannon's celebrity and how many babies he has. Yeah. You know, as as like because of what I'm I'm glad. <laughs> I didn't mean just throw Nick Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm just I'm just thinking of someone who would be like like of some statue that You know what I'm saying? Like a a person that represents when you look at him, you look at oh, he likes girls. Mm. versus he likes girls and boys or he likes boys. Yeah. You know, I think that has something to do with it. Like, this is big news because how over-sexual hip-hop is or how over-sexual rap is and how uncommon it is for a rapper to be um, homosexual or, or bisexual. Yeah, it's it's very un- well. It's very uncommon to the public. The I, public, but there right? Are, 
you know, folks behind what the scenes. What a person and, does in, in private, we don't yeah. know how pe- how yeah, many people. Like, we never know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because it's so uncommon in the public atmosphere in hip hop and in, in rap, and because music is so sexualized, here it is. You have this sex tape of a up and coming rapper. Because let's I'll be honest, Isaiah Rashad is not a he's here. Like he has the potential to be there because of the group, and uh, and uh, um, because of where he's at, and and the uh, record label that he is, and his music, he has the potential to be a a I'm here rapper, but a superstar rapper is what I'm trying to say, but because of his stature and where he is, and who's his associations with. And then you, you got this sex tape come out. And then he put out a dope album. You know, and now he's talking to Joe Budden about it. That's just putting that's more attention to him. Yeah, it's from his sex tape, but I'm I'm hoping that he talks about his music and the way that he comes about making music. And I hope he puts out more music. But also, um that's why it's something to talk about. Because the music itself, because rap itself does not promote those type of behaviors that we obviously saw him do. You know, that's why it's big news. Because it's something out of the ordinary that honestly is frowned upon in the community. Which I don't personally get. Why is it that a person can't rap by whatever he wants to, but love who he wants to or like who he wants to. Or she. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's funny because I'm hypocritical, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand it. That I complain about women MCs rapping about their vaginas, but I'm a man first. You know? Like, I want to hear that. I want to see that. Like, the WAP video, I watched that video so much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I like to see things like that. But if that's all a girl, a female rapper can offer, it's like, ah, uh, it gets boring quick. Yeah, of course. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I think that's what it is. It's like over-sexualized for women but when men like for Isaiah Rashad's case, what did you call it? This this uh sex tape come out about him. It's mm-hmm. news because that's not the expectation. Now flip it. Think about if I hate the uh, who's a Megan. I mean, Stallion. if any sex tape is dropped, it's gonna be you know, from a celebrity, it's gonna be news, right? So I don't, I don't, I don't think it. it as far as the the tape itself, I don't think that part really. No, I don't think know, the tape uh, itself. Just what he was doing. The the it's, it's because the, it was with a man. Yeah, that that gives it more shock that's value. The, I would say then that's than, the wild uh, factor. And then, and then the to shock. come off that he's a black. You know what I'm saying? A, a, a rapper. And, you know, most of the time this stuff is kept way behind closed doors. Yeah. And, you know, even 
when you, you know, majority of his music, he's he's talking about women. Yeah. And for that to come out, that is a shock because no one has a, I mean, it'll, you know, I think it would do the same thing on a smaller level if everyone in the hood was like, wait, what happened? Yeah. You know, it, but it would just be amongst them. Whereas mm-hmm. this, it's now you're a celebrity and everybody can see it. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. It's just shock, man. Because I, I even think, like, if you take a female rapper, I don't, I don't know one that would be on the same level as him as a male rapper. You take any female rapper, she comes out with a sex tape, girl or boy, nobody's going to think twice about it. Honestly, she'll probably make more money from it. You're looking like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, because he's making more money from it. Like, I, that's one, is he? Yeah, like all his streams and everything is like went up it's after that came out. Uh-huh. Not only that, you know, I was more shocked at how many people were actually like supporting him behind like, you know, hey. I was upset that his privacy was like invaded like that, man. Of course, yeah. But I'm saying I'm surprised that a lot of people were actually behind him as far as like, hey, you know, that's what he want to do. That's what he want to do. And it just shows how far hip hop has come and people have come because it was like, what ended up happening to whoever was trying to leak this video, whoever did it, it didn't work. It was the mm-hmm. total opposite. Yeah. Everything went up for him. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? As far as uh, a, a female rapper, I mean, yeah, her stuff going to go up too, but at the end of the day, it don't matter if you're female or male. It's a vagin of privacy. Yeah. That female rapper going to be just as devastated as a male rapper, you know what I'm saying, getting ousted as, as being bi. And it, it makes it even worse if you're getting, you know what I'm saying, ousted before you can. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it, it actually ended up doing a whole different number for him, uh, spinning around on whoever released it. It, it sucks. You know, his his privacy was released. Um, but yeah, it actually turned into a positive thing for him. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as a female, you know what I'm saying, mixed tape getting dropped, it's, people gonna look twice. Because it is, you know, it's not something for whatever reason people think you know seeing people to do what they do behind closed doors so shocking but it's the point that you know since their privacy like if Meg said tape drop everybody's gonna be looking at it right people gonna be (laughs) saying stuff about it (laughs) you know Uh, yeah and and she'll probably make a lot more money from it but I know that behind closed doors she's probably gonna feel pretty upset uh, oh, for sure. So, I'm not gonna say that no one would look twice. People gonna look. It's gonna get talked about. Uh, but that's, uh, that comes from the oversexualization of women in in music, in hip hop especially today, because your most successful female rappers, like when you look at Meg yeah. Stallion, you look at Nicki Minaj, you look at um, you look at uh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody, probably the most lyrical woman that don't talk about her vagina. You know, or or sexual acts that she can do. Cardi B, like as proud as I am of Cardi B, that's how she got. You know, like yeah. her hits are sexual. 
over sexualized. You know what I'm saying? So I, I it's it's what sales, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's one sided. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. I'm looking forward to this interview because I want to hear what he got to say. Yeah, I'm I'm going to watch it. Uh, I'm definitely going to check it out just because and I see mean, how Joe Button does. <laughs> you more so can I did, Brad, and I'm gonna say this about Joe Button: as controversial as Joe Button is, and as you know, um, you know how we don't know what to expect from him. I think as far as a interviewer, he does some really great interviews. And he asks some really great questions sometimes. And um, I think he's he's really gotten better at that space. Yeah. And you you brought up the idea that uh, Charlemagne would have been a better. If for just seeing the preview of it, it seems like that's what he's looking for. Like that's what when he thought about doing this interview, he looked at one of Charlemagne's interviews with one of those with with some rapper. You I mean, know, yeah, Joe. Well, oh, I don't know. Because he talked I about how see, he. I, I just, I just feel that, I feel that you want this to be handled with some care. Yeah, and I, I just. Don't when I think about something being handled with care, an interview like that. Yeah, I just don't think of Joe <laughs> Budden. Period. Like yeah. the other stuff he's done, yeah, it's been cool. Some interviews, yes. Some others, absolutely no. But yeah, mm, yeah. I say I go. I'm try to be. I just about mm, <laughs> it with Joe. But you know, hey, yeah. See what happens. We we'll see but what yeah. happens. Yeah, I'm looking forward to to it. And how does this go? But yeah, I still kind of feel like he didn't need to even do one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, like I wasn't looking for it, but but it's an opportunity it's type of thing. So yeah, yeah, I think that's really more of what it is. Like, Since it's here, I'm gonna check it out, man. So yeah. tomorrow, well, it'll be the day. Yeah. <laughs> the twenty six. Yeah. So give us y'all thoughts on it afterwards. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. With that being said, man, that's all I got for today, man. So that's really it. Yeah, we gonna get on out of here, then, man. Once again, thank you for listening to another episode of Speaker Geekers Podcast. Um, if you haven't already, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel at Three M Media Studios, as well as wherever you listen to podcasts. I personally listen to it on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, um, Google, sometimes YouTube it. But that's the way I listen to it. So you go listen to it however you listen to podcasts. But make sure you subscribe to the to the podcast on there so you get every drop. Um, if you haven't, go follow us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Speaker Geekers Podcast. You got me on Instagram at I am Tommy T the Third. You got Steve at um, the Amazing Steve Smith. You got Greg at um, Barry Made of Wood. And, uh, yeah. Steve, you got anything? Y'all better not fuck this up. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it first. Joe better not fuck this up. You heard it. You have to bleep me out. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, we keeping that. 
<laughs> keeping that. But with that being said, man, I'm out. Peace. Peace.